This is a Soulfire production. Oh my gosh, this is such a special uh, moment, you guys. Happy Tuesday. I hope everyone's doing incredible wherever you are in the U.S. I know everyone's kind of everywhere. And I have an amazing, amazing sister, friend, guest, entrepreneur, uh, healer, uh, just amazing, intuitive on the line today. She is a full, beautiful channel of all things creative, all things feminine, all things beauty. Um, She has so many gifts and she has so much medicine to share with you guys today. We have had the blessing of connecting every Tuesday. I met her through my friend Kelly at one of our women's retreats last year. And and every Tuesday uh, this year, we've connected and just getting to see her show up fully has been so potent and powerful. And every time I'm like in her presence, I'm just like, I am just fed by looking at you, literally looking at you, like being in your presence. Like you make me feel calm, more feminine, um, just more at ease, just being in your presence. And I know uh, you have so much to share with this audience, not only in becoming a a channel and becoming, um, the greatest version of yourself, but also um, how to activate your gifts and become an entrepreneur. And that, that's had an amazing evolution for you. So I'm excited for you guys to have, to hear from my friend Carolina here today. Uh, thank you for being here, Carolina. Thank you, Laura. Oh my gosh. I just feel so full right now. <laughs> Yay. That was so beautiful. And every time, by the way, that we talk, you have some plant coming out of your <laughs> So like, even if she's in her beautiful home, which she gets to rent out for beautiful private events, there's like a plant coming out of it. And now she's on a random bench and plants come back for her again. <laughs> a wonderful plant goddess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so funny. So Carolina, mm. um, can you kind of, I don't, I don't want to like start at birth mm. and share your whole life story because I want to kind of get to the goods, mm. but can you kind of share the evolution of your story and how you got to where you are today, even in terms of just your upbringing and have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur and you know, I know you've been on a beautiful journey of getting sober. I know a lot of people on the line might be sober curious or toying with that idea of releasing toxins from their body and purifying their mind. And, um, I would just love to hear kind of your journey. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. So I am an East coast girl. I am a woman, uh, from Richmond, Virginia. I was born into a beautiful, beautiful, incredible loving family. I just had no reason uh, in my family system to go and and end up an alcoholic by the age of 20. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The thing is, is looking back, I can see that I was such a rebel from all of the stability that I was born into. Mm -hmm. Um, Really because, yeah, I can see that I am the kind of human that wants to build something for myself. So I had to burn everything down for a second in my teens <laughs> and literally be moved to South Florida by, by forces of nature, uh, really. I was actually first sent to rehab um, in Mississippi and then Hurricane Katrina came through and decimated the town that I was in at that time with about 90 days of sobriety completely out of my mind. Um, And that's how I ended up down in South Florida. And so I felt immediately once I had a little ground to stand on and a little bit of willingness to talk to a higher power to feel a greater hand in my life. I was able to see that I was being placed into, you know, a container where I could really grow up. And so I grew up in sobriety in my 20s, my entire 20s in South Florida. And by the time I was 20, I guess it was like 26, with about six or seven years, I started becoming creative. This was actually around 2012. 
that I opened something inside me opened and I began, I always, always being artistic and sensitive as a child, but re- rediscovering all of that and beginning to create jewelry that was outside. Like, this is hilarious, Laura. Like I used to struggle with my business because I didn't have like a very good story for my product that I was aware of at the time. Okay. I would just didn't know how it came through. I would create these pieces that were like, had to be a certain number and with certain materials like cowrie shells and with big, you know, just these beautiful statement pieces that were very, very bold and that I'd never really seen before that were just coming through that I was creating. And my best story is that I just literally was sitting on my couch making jewelry, watching Harry Potter for like (laughs) eight hours a day. Wow. (laughs) While I was working in retail and in fashion and, you know, just really going hard and and doing a good job at being responsible and building a lot of skills of, you know, trying to be a good, responsible adult. Um, But that was really how I rediscovered, you know, my creativity and my essence. And then I built a business out of that, which moved me to L.A., by the time I was 30 and which set me on a healing journey, let's call it. <laughs> I got really, um, my, my jewelry got discovered really quickly. Um, it was a quick time in the very beginning of Instagram, 2014, 2015, uh, where I also had an in with a lot of the fashion world. I had access to stylists and buyers from around the world. So it was quickly in some of the best places to be like Ibiza and the South, the French Riviera, the South of France, Miami, New York, Beverly Hills, all within just a few months of getting serious and creating an LLC. Then it was in the hands of Beyonce, a lot of it. And I, at the same time was like, I want to move. I want to, you know, quit my job that I've been at for 10 years. And just do this full time and I'm going to go to LA. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, just everything became really easy. I was moved to LA, I would say. by Greater forces that are just fascinating. And, And then once I got here, I really lost my focus a little bit because I fell in love to the best man. Oh my God. They are the most. They're like couple goals. It's like so beautiful absolutely became swept into the energy of Los Angeles and set on a healing path. I truly believe that Los Angeles is a place where things are brought up to the surface to be seen and healed. And so that has been my journey for the past five years. And I had a beautiful opportunity to be on Abbott Kinney in my own brick and mortar with my jewelry line and for those uh, of you that don't know, Abbott Kinney is like one of the most popular streets. What would you say even in the U.S.? Yeah, I would say, well, when I moved on there, they had just had a big article in GQ being the coolest street in America. It's one of my favorite streets in America, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So it, it was an incredibly coveted, you know, opportunity that I took. And it just really catapulted me even further into my healing journey and into greater self-discovery. In 2018, at the end of that uh, year, my lease was up. And so I let go of that because I was absolutely burned out, barely making it, barely surviving, exhausted, and totally actually had lost the joy and the magic of my jewelry, which is incredibly, it in and of itself looks like magic. It just yes. really does. And, and it's she makes these that, insane wall mm-hmm. pieces. Did you call yes. it wall art? Um, I call them wall. At this point, I'm calling them wall talismans. Well, they're insane, you guys. She personalized yeah. them. It like, could be one of the coolest gifts you give someone ever. And like it's like Christmas time. So it's a really mm-hmm. cool thing to like experience. Me and all my girlfriends have them. I have mine above my bed. And she personalizes them for you. And you're like, 
who you are and what you want in your life. It's so amazing. Every person that sees it, they're like, who did that? What is that? So you're now on this, you went on this journey of healing, which every person on the line can relate. We're working on both the goal line and the soul line. And sometimes we got to park it on the goal line to work on the soul line, to get more aligned um, and to make sure we're on track with what our hearts really want. Right. And so I know you've been on that journey and that transition we were talking earlier was really heart opening. And there were some massive lessons inside of releasing what was and embracing transition. And I know a lot of people on the line can relate um, in business as female entrepreneurs, if you're open to sharing some of that. Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. And I'm just, I was saying to Laura earlier, like, I'm so, so grateful for this opportunity to talk about it for this container that she's created because there's not a lot of safe space, I guess, to release all of those emotions around my, just the, the, the lessons and the difficulties of being a female entrepreneur and having feelings of not failure, but just a lot of fear and a lot of resistance um, to growth. I was so resistant to growth when I was in that space on Abbott Kinney. I was so afraid to hire someone to, to help me. I was so afraid of the potential of success. Success takes a lot of responsibility. And I think that I just really had to see and feel myself get covered over with fear and my pride and my ego in order. I had to be buried under that in order to really see it for what it was. And to be able to step away, zoom out and heal and then come back down and get the proper help, you know, to restructure and now rebuild. And that's where I am. So beautifully said. And I feel like a lot of people could either relate to being in that place or could be potentially in that place now. And Mm. how did you remove those blocks to take one step forward or how did you even see what they were? Like, did you, was there a point of witnessing it and like that it showed itself what your ego was here to teach you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there are different, you know, compartments to the business. There's the, the financial compartment, there's the team compartment, and then there's the creative compartment of actually what I'm creating. And I would say that because I was afraid of the building of a team, I was afraid of the financial responsibility that the, that fear overshadowed the creativity. And it really snuffed out you know, my light for a second. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I felt that, the joy leave the magic leave and my body actually react to it in exhaustion and in emotional, you know, just anxiety. And luckily my lease was ending at the same time. I was able to just really withdraw. And what I did in order to start to sift through all of the feelings and all of the realities um, was stop selling. Um, I set up a couple with my partner, with Micah, we set up, um, and you know, it's beautiful because I do believe that my angels were in the background this whole time, just like elves, like, well, she's about to make this decision, which is going to be really good, but really scary. So we're going to make sure that we can hold her up because this is, this is destiny. This is a path of destiny that I'm on. So we set up a couple income strings that were passive that helped me just have some breathing room. One was just being resourceful because I am really talented with creating space and creating sanctuary space and beauty in 3D. Um, our 
home where we live in Venice here. It's a beautiful loft. We have been hosting photo shoots and events and things like that here, campaigns, all kinds of different small, intimate events. And as soon as I let go of the pop-up shop on Abbott Kinney, I said to to Micah, I said, we're going to start making 10 grand here a month. Mm-hmm. You just watch. And within two months, that's what we were doing. That's amazing. And I don't know what we really did differently to make that happen, but it did. And I just knew like You made it you that, had a choice that you were gonna make it happen. Yeah. That's what and you, I made the choice and I yeah. declared it, you know. Totally. And then I just knew that, you know, it's really good and we're just holding this vibration that people are coming into my container that I'm setting for them to be elevated. And I think that just became really magnetic. Mm -hmm. And with his ability to hold and create structure in the masculine form, it really helped like to sustain that intention because that's something that I, as a business owner, was lacking. And he's been like really good at demonstrating that, um, that aspect is so necessary in order to have like a whole balanced business. So as, and even as I'm speaking, I'm seeing how much I need that with my starry crown venture Yeah, to have someone who can really like, yeah. So you can be the creative, you can have, yeah, there's gotta be different arms of our business. We have to be willing to um, outsource, we have to be willing to empower others so we can stay in a zone of creativity. Like that's our genius. Yes. Like you can't outsource the vision, but if you get too bogged down in the details, then we can't be visionaries. Right. And so yes. everybody serves their purpose. You know, people that are amazing. Scotty Pippen was an amazing secondhand man, right. You know, there, everybody has their role and they're all so, so important. So when you were in, I want to go back to the point of fear of growth. Cause I think that's so relevant for people on the line right now. Like mm. I am so scared that someone might be thinking something like I'm so scared of like fully doing this. Like I know if I outsource or if I spend dollars on marketing or if I like, if I do this, I'm going to be seen, I'm going to be big and it's going to be, it's going to blow up. So what advice would you give to someone like that? Or did you say, you know what? I actually don't want to be big and I want to retreat and I want to be big in a different way. Like if this doesn't feel aligned, like where, where were you at inside of noticing those fears? Yes. I know that's why a lot of people on the line aren't moving forward. They're scared of moving forward. (laughs) So I love, I love this thought stream because it's actually the way I experienced it was I was being called a jeweler. I was being labeled. Oh my God. That is like so... That is like, to me, that just like went, it's not even in the the galaxy of who you are. It's hilarious. And, you know, we are, we live in a society that is so trained into quick labeling just to be able to navigate and figure out who someone is really. Put them in a box. That's what she does. Perfect. Done. And it really irked me because I'm. I have so many different uh, things that I like to create within like my essence. So I think a lot of women hearing this may resonate that one of the things that I was afraid of growing into was that one label because mm. I, I realized oh, that just. that is so limiting. You know? Right. I don't want to be put that is, I can so relate to that. I don't want to oh be put in this one box as this person when I do, I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than I'm my jersey. So I'm so much more, more than what I do. Because yes. I am just a channel. I'm a creator for all the things and what's important to me now and what's true for me now and what's coming through now. And now this book and now this venture and now like, exactly. Yes. And you don't, we yes. don't have to limit ourselves. Yeah, Exactly. And, and that's just a projection of what we think because it is what society likes to do, but it's, but we get to rise above that inside of ourselves. So that's, exactly. that's an internal conversation. It absolutely is. And the other piece is 
you know, when we're creating something that we're going to have an exchange, you know, like I create a piece of jewelry in exchange for money. I, at that moment, knowing that I'm not just a jeweler, I also wasn't quite sure what else I had to offer in a, in a, in exchange that was going to support me. So I felt hamstrung at the moment and really confused. And I just knew I have a journey. I have a lot to discover. Yeah. Even though the, like you could be, it could be anything. Like you could be giving someone like these cucumbers that I'm holding and it would be medicine (laughs) because it's coming from you and, and how incredible everything of the love you pour into everything, but everything you represent handing it off to someone, it's going through that. So it it doesn't necessarily, I was taught by my teachers at University of Santa Monica, matter what you do, it's who you are because your jewelry is medicine. To be called a jeweler is like ridiculous, right? (laughs) However, but I can see how that would feel very limiting and Mm -hmm. feel like I'm more than this. How do I express that? Yep. And also the realization that the way I had set myself up on Abbott Kinney, which was just like this amazing opportunity that I felt like I couldn't pass up, right? Because, yeah. you know, if people knew that I passed up that opportunity, then what would they think, number one? And number two, you know, just the exposure is beautiful. And I, I'm not, I do not regret doing it. Yeah. Um, but maybe it wasn't your yes fully. It wasn't. Yeah. So there were lessons that I needed to learn within that choice. And um, I was in that space, the audience was the general public. I did not, I wasn't speaking on a daily basis to an audience that was aligned with me. So I Which you need to, because you, I can so relate to this. I think so many people <laughs> online, you can so relate to it. It's like so mm-hmm. important to be with the people and be mainstream, but also resonate with people that where you're at, because yeah. you need that for you, number one. And it's also, you have a lot to teach at that level as well. And a lot to offer. You're selling to Beyonce for a reason. Hello. <laughs> yeah. But she might not be walking down Abbot Kinney, right? She's not. Right. And, and, and. And so, you know, it was an energetic um, mismatch on a daily basis in a lot of ways. And in the same breath, which is so interesting because now it's like, there are two sides to everything, you know? So there was that, there was that challenge of explaining to just some random man, this necklace is (laughs) twin. 29 pairs of cowrie shells, which symbolizes a moon cycle. It's, you know, and it's a one of a cut. And he's like, okay, yeah. You know, and all of my energy is pouring out into this, you know, thing. But also realizing (laughs) that the frequency of, you know, this is what got me through on a day-to-day basis. And I'm so grateful that my guides had given me just like these insights to get me through that my frequency was elevating to him, whether or not he consciously understood it. I can relate to this so much. So I have centers, right? So I just left um, one of our cafes here in Chicago and there's this guy that comes in every day and he just lost his father. And he's like, I just need to sit in here if you're okay with it for a few hours, because I, something happens to me when I come here and I just need it to come here. He's like, yeah, I'd like my normal tea, you know, but like, I just need to sit here because it's medicine. And he honored that the space that we created is filling in ways that are unexplainable. And that's what interaction with you feels like. And we get to remember that on the line. I think some people, we can forget how powerful the spaces we hold are, you know, by just us being in them. And we can, we can go down to like, am, am I really on purpose? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? To be doing, we can question it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that especially, forward. Of course, especially when we're faced with, you know, the the realization that you know maybe this is not a full yes, even totally. though my essence is still shining. You know, <laughs> totally. Even so though shiny. people are still 
benefiting. It just means that I need to up level even more because there's more for me. You could maybe answer this in two or three years, but it's like, could it be a yes and, right? Could that be running itself and outsource and you're going on and, and having these other platforms and going on and doing other, like, does it have to be an either or? No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> because I'm willing to build a team now. Yes, <laughs> okay. I found the willingness, you know, and, um, and that is to me to be able to offer everything and not leave anything behind because I do recognize that everything that my essence comes through and that materializes through my, you know, just like we all have these beautiful gifts in, endowed inside of us, anything that comes through that system is important and beautiful yes. and powerful yes. in this world. So I don't want to leave anything behind. So that is such a fun challenge, you know, going forward to just like, okay, what does that look like? Totally. You know? And I love that you're open to that outsourcing and living in a yes and because you have so much to give, as does everybody on this line. And it's going to look like a many, many expressions of mm-hmm. beauty. Like I'm like every time I'm with you, I'm like, oh my God, she could do this. She's so talented. This, oh my God, she could do this. Right. And there can be arms, pillars to it all, as long as we're willing to learn and to grow and outsource, right? And get better grow our skills. Right. And I know you said that was part of your journey too, asking for help and getting the words out to say, maybe I'm not okay. Yes. And I feel like this is like a, this is a theme in our culture right now that the individual is just no longer the thing. It is a collective effort. And the more we embrace collective endeavors, the, the just more massive the beauty can become. And the, it's not about me and my own little branding vision. It's about, you know, alignment with every other, you know, if I could just align with Laura and, you know, Kelly and all, and Meg and, and what does that look like? Right. You know, when, we're just all in flow together and offering something together. I mean, just these sorts of shifts away from yeah, we're that absolutely individual. moving into collaboration. Period. Yes. Or no like that's yeah, so clear. Anyone that's yes. not playing a collaboration game is to me far behind. <laughs> it's like let's go. Exactly. We're not yeah. here to, to be in competition with one another. We are here to support, yeah. elevate, work together. There are so many ways we can work together. But yeah, we yes. have to be willing to get out of ourselves. And I know that was big for you, right? Like moving past Huge. those boulders and just taking the next right action. Totally. Yes. It's such a trust building exercise with the universe, you know, because that was one of the things when I was getting sober, when I was, um, I was like 2021 20, and yeah, it was like my first year or two of sobriety and I was taught you know, do the next right thing and the next right thing will happen. Mm -hmm. That was like the slogan that, that I was given. And the way that has shown up as truth is just so powerful now because with a pivot like this and like a reframing like this with my business and my creation, there's so many possibilities because of all of the space that I've had in the past year and a half to explore my interests, to heal, to get into different beautiful modalities that are speaking to me creatively and that are stoking that fire for me. The possibilities of the materialization into business are endless. And when I trust that I'm doing the next right thing, I'm following a thread that I find to be very, very valuable and aligned. I can trust that the next step of that timeline is going to present itself perfectly, perfectly. And I don't have to question it. And just the more I build into that behavior, really, like into that, you know, rhythm and flow. I'm building a trust with the universe that is beyond my wildest dreams. Like I couldn't 
imagine, I don't have to be burdened with envisioning the perfect outcome for my business. Yeah. It's like the, I can the road is unveiled. It, it opens yes. up and the more it's building a muscle and then it becomes like, it's, I see it like a video game. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, you know, okay, you're going to take a left over there and then you're going to jump over here and then you can see it clearer. Yeah. It's like the steps are, are laid out before you, yeah. but it's making that next right step. Like you said, and which it, is these scary, yes. like sometimes that that's what we're holding ourselves back from like that first mm-hmm. step, right? Yes. How did you get yourself out of the funk to make that next step? So what I've been doing also is, um, <laughs> I have been tuning into all of these beautiful tools that we have, like astrology, like energy work, like yoga, like breath work. And part of my journey has been with herbs and herbalism. And I know this sounds like I'm really going off of, of, of the path, but I'm not because when I look at what we are doing here in this video game of life, right? I saw a pattern that if I don't change it now, if I don't take the step right now, like the universe is supporting me right now to face these fears. Like the timing couldn't be better. Like the planets are supporting me. The, you know, the society and the themes of 2020 are supporting me. Um, Everything is in support of me cleaning up what I left behind unfinished or, you know, untended to my disorganization with my business, with my taxes, with my, you know, all of these real important structural aspects of my business, masculine aspects of my business. Um, I just saw it. I saw it in my natal chart. I saw it in my morning meditations that I'm writing. I'm see, I hear it in podcasts that I listen to, the messages, Laura, listening to your solos, um, getting just the messages that now is the time, do it right now. If you want, if, if you want to continue to be an entrepreneur, it must be done now. And I, it was loud and clear from so many, every single day I was getting a message either from uh, just a random person or, you know, uh, astrology, you know, uh, forecast or whatever it was, it was just like, do it now, do it now. Hmm. And so I did it. And as soon as I made the call or had the conversation with my beloved or admitted the thing to, it really took human interaction, like getting it out of myself and getting it into the world and, and expressing like, Hey, I am afraid of this. I have this and this and this that I have not done that needs to be done. I need to clean up this mess for it to start to heal and for the relief to come and the grace to flood in and for the empowerment and the energy to build and for just this new sequence of healing events to take place. I mean, my beautiful, beloved man, I shared with him because I, my pride, Okay. I did not want him to know that I had, you know, not kept all of my expense receipts and I had not, you know, done this or that the way that I should, should. Um, I wanted him, I always want people, especially people that I love to look at me as a beautiful example of the right thing to do and a beautiful example of an empowered woman. So my fear was that when I admit that I, made mistakes or that I put things on the back burner and then they, these, you know, issues grew that they're not going to believe in me or they're going to, you know, think I'm not good enough. But that is so opposite of the way I've been experiencing this healing process with my business. Everyone has stepped up and been like, oh, we all have that. We, are you kidding me? You're not... Welcome oh, to the world. Yeah. You know, welcome, welcome. You're not alone. Like, right. And just that immense relief and the, the support was so there the whole time, you know, yeah, and that's it just so took beautiful. me 
yeah, I mean, gosh, what? So if you're holding something back right now, right? If you, if you have something inside, you know, you need support, like reach out. You're not alone. I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through right now, you're not alone. You just have to be willing to get outside of yourself and share. And I know it's not easy, right? We've all been there. Right. And I know you said you feel like you came from not like a sheltered, but like a a very beautiful upbringing that might've actually, it was, it was beautiful in many senses, but might've kept you from understanding a lot of these principles, right. And getting gritty and learning. And maybe some people on the line feel the same way. It's like, Hey, I had this amazing upbringing, so I should know these things. But sometimes Mm -hmm. that's actually a protection from learning, like physically learning and getting out there and getting gritty and and taking at losses, right? And learning, getting your hands dirty and learning yourself. Yep. I came from this, I mean, my father, my my amazing father who's retiring this year. Wow. uh, He's an entrepreneur himself with a 36-year-old business uh, as a partnership with his best friend. Just such, he is such the embodiment of what I want to be. I Mm. want to have that. I want to feel that, you know, I can generate all of the support for myself and just, you know, be able to be a generous human, you know, like he is. Um, He also never wanted me to feel pain or suffering. Right. And, and, and in that, I, I just, I was extremely naive, extremely, and also extremely just like, I want to please this guy. I want to impress this guy. I want to prove that I, that I know, prove that he educated, he sent me to college. He put me through beautiful, um, private school. I want him to see that everything you gave me is paid off without me having to ask him any questions. (laughs) Right. Right. Like I should just know. Yeah. I should just know. Mm -hmm. So it's like sort of that he was protective of me making mistakes. He would come to me and say, Hey, how's it going with paying taxes in California? I bet it's hard. And I'd be like, I got it. No problem. It's fine. You know? And because I didn't want the bailout. You know, mm-hmm. and so the just like that dynamic and and that is I'm very much looking forward to having conversations with him now about my process, and actually, Micah brought this up to me, like he was like, "You've got to talk to your dad about this because yeah. that is going to be amazing for your relationship. Oh, it'll bring you so much closer together. For sure. Yeah. Cause we have that on a lot of levels, but not on this business level. You know, I've always just been like, I'm, I'm perfect. I can do it, you know, and to give him the opportunity to really know exactly who I am. It's just another gift of this business journey. It's just oh, another it's so gift. beautiful. And we do that so often. I, I mean, I'm relating to everything you're saying, like on such a deep level. I didn't even realize how like similar we were until we're having this conversation, mm-hmm. but that's probably why we're friends, right? So <laughs> this, it, it, it's bigger than this. It's this, hey, let me help you with the, the door. No, I got it. You know, hey, let me help you with this. No, I, you know, it's this pushing away the opportunity for people to sow into us and yeah. give, which is actually a gift to them. Right. And how have you worked through healing that inside of yourself to opening up to receiving on a new level? This is such a beautiful thing. It's such a healing of my divine masculine essence inside of me. Because as I've gotten into the receptivity of myself as a woman and learned that I can trust that when I sit back and I'm just allowing things to come to me. What I create is absolutely beautiful. And I and once I knew that, then it's like, okay, so how do I relate to myself and to the beautiful men in my life with that masculine energy? How do I balance that? And it is, Laura, by saying yes to... Letting these men 
step up and be men. It is so beautiful. And yes, because they light up and they're born to do, right? It's what they're born to do. (laughs) And they light up and then I light up. Cause I can see me. (laughs) Yeah. And, and when that is it allowed to happen? Just like who knows what kind of magic is going to come out of that. The most beautiful magic comes out of that. My uh, friend Lila, she always used to, we always literally used to work on this. We used to work together. We did, she taught me yoga every week in, in LA, in Marina Del Rey, right where you are. But we would just go literally physically lean back. It can just feel how that feels. Like even when you're having dinner in a conversation, physically lean back. Yes. And see how, how you share changes, what you share changes, where you come from changes to lean back. I love that you use that because that's something that we talk about. I literally all the time, I'm like, I have to be like, cause it's such a reprogramming for me. Lean back, lean back, mm. lean back, lean back. Cause I'm so used to handling it. Yes. <laughs> and we're so programmed into thinking that we have to handle it. Totally. And the more that I also, because it, it gets down into these micro choices. Totally. Mike, especially when you share space with someone and it doesn't have to be a domestic relationship. It can be any relationship with the masculine energy, um, but just giving them things to do, letting them do stuff. They, you know, I had a very funny conversation with Micah just recently where I was like, I just feel like I'm giving so much. I feel like I'm giving so much. And I just really want, you know, to feel like, you know, it's reciprocated the way I'm giving. I want to see it coming back to me. Totally. And this was a very, very interesting conversation. He's like, well, why don't you like, let me do it? Oh my God. We are the same person. Oh I know. And then I'm like, but if I let you, I'm just thinking about this in like all these fights you said with my business partners. It's like, but if I let yes. you, you don't get it done. Like, it's like, I feel like, but you don't do it. It's like, but you don't let me. And I'm like, so it's this, it's this chicken and the egg. It's this, it's, and then it's a practice and giving them space to show up in ways that, that maybe we're not used to and they get to get better at it. <laughs> but giving yeah, them the opportunity the same, is the first step. <laughs> it's the same dynamic. Uh, because it's just really like, okay, well then when I allow him to do something, I have to allow him to do it his way. And then I also have to understand that we're in a relationship that our relationship is divine. All of these relationships that if they're, if we're in working in our gifts and we have people come into our lives and we form a partnership with that person, they're just as divine as we are. And the partnership itself is divine. So trusting in their way will be for the greatest good. So maybe my way isn't the the greatest way. So, Mm -hmm. so it is in every, and, and it's remembering that inside of the lean back. Yes. So it's lean back and then remembering that so we can witness it be done another way and still get done. Because so many people don't want to let go of their babies and outsource and, you know, do all these things because it it won't be done the way they would do it, which is true. But it will get done and you'll be freer and more creative (laughs) and people will be empowered to live in their gifts. Absolutely. And I'm experiencing this because I am in a business relationship with with my fiance. You know, we have a business together that is way more work than my creative business, which I'm healing. And so this sort of like, you know, delegation and sharing and trust, when it does, it makes it feel so much easier when I am in that lean back mentality. And when I really let it permeate my voice because literally the way I say things changes if I the words you choose yes and the tone and the soft when I can soften in that I love the way you say that Laura the lean back energy like when I'm softening back and my words soften and my word choice softens he responds even better of course with what I'm looking for of course. So and we so, so and we so want to do it in another way because we want to punish them. And it's yeah. just we don't get what we want by doing that. <laughs> no. 
No. And it, what a beautiful thing to become aware of and to start to implement because when enough people implement things like this, what we're talking so about much this space conversation. And so much healing available and kindness and compassion in the world. Can yeah. you imagine if the world operated from that all the time? Mm. That is the new world, right? It is. Space, it's what we're building. Collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your vision yeah. for the new world? I know you're so tapped into uh, what's happening right now in such a beautiful way in your walks and what you receive all the time. Yeah. The, my vision for the new world is that of a lot more space, a lot more time and space. We're in an acceleration right now. I don't know about you, but every single day feels like a lifetime. Yes. The speed of at which I am receiving clarifying messages about my perception and about my identity and how I'm relating is astounding. I wish I had some sort of a recorder all in your the head. time in the in my head that would then write a book for me or something. Like oh, you know, or all like, this. <laughs> because it's unbelievably wonderful and also um quite a lot you know and i know that a lot of people are experiencing this right now especially those on the line who are open to evolving and transforming right now when we are open to it um it just comes right in because it's what is energetically supported, you know, on the planet right now. I have different practices that help me with the energy. Um, I do kundalini yoga. Um, I do love um, understanding astrology with herbalism and that study and the study of alchemy, going on walks and just becoming a part of the fabric of nature, taking off my shoes, um, getting really grounded into the earth, giving the earth my prayers, putting my forehead in the sun, allowing the energy to go through my body system and then down into the earth and then back up into me and then radiating out through my heart space. All of those practices are absolutely supporting this new vision. The way I envision life in the next, you know, 10, 20 years is that of a lot more space and ability to explore that sort of experience that I just transmitted to you was that remembrance that we are of, we are, we are a little God creators, and we're here materializing in a 3D opportunity on earth, and that our body systems are of this planet, are made of the same thing, of everything we can see on this planet and in outer space, and that when we can remember that energetically we are part of that process of nature that we belong in that process, that just the, everything about the way we experience world with our senses and then with our creativity, it aligns into something that's going to be really beautiful. And that this is, I think, what, what the world is going through is a shakeup, a kind of a shakeup to wake up. And a mass, obviously, a mass awakening of consciousness, a mass remembrance of our childlike God selves. And the more we can find and remember what it is that brings us joy right now, the more we will be energized and aligned and safe within this shift that we're going through. I know that I am absolutely protected in this journey because I am open to the evolution. I'm not resisting it. Have you always been open or was that why maybe, maybe you were this sensitive and open as a young girl and maybe that's why you turned to alcohol so young, potentially. A hundred percent. A hundred. You nailed it. 
I absolutely- and people are scared as hell when they're this, when they're this connected, like whatever I can do to close that up. Cause it's a lot. So somebody that might lot. be a little scared of it, what would you, what advice would you give to them? Cause I know you've been opening this for, but you're since your twenties, right? Since you decided yeah. to get sober. Yep. Since I decided to, since I decided to understand that being a sensitive human, that my body operates much better when it's not under the influence of, of, a, of a substance. You know, I just do better. For someone who feels a lot of the sensitivity of what I'm describing, I highly recommend walking in nature and just noticing what you're sensing just getting into your body in nature and just with no agenda or story attached to it just okay the colors the sounds the smells the taste the tactile feeling of the wind on my skin the you know just getting allowing yourself to get into that soup you know that is a very gentle way of nurturing your sensitivity and also just asking that when you get tapped into that soup of of nature and that electrical flow of all of the the energy of the planet that of which we are and of where we belong and, and where we were created to be creators. To then ask that energy to attract tribe. When you decide that's what you want and people start to show up, that's when you start to get into, you know, a support system, a safe space to share feelings and visions and, and it all becomes real and material and it doesn't feel like scary anymore. You start to feel safe. Yeah. Totally. That was such a beautiful meditative description of how to, I love what you said, how to nurture our sensitivity. I've never heard that before. Mm. And that is what I witness you do. I've never even, I didn't even know the words to use for it. And you're so tender with your energetic body. And it's because of your tenderness with how open you are, you can allow yourself to remain that open. And I think for me in the past, which I'm learning from you, honestly, as one of my guides in this journey is I used to I didn't know how to manage my level of empathy. It became overwhelming to the point of like pain, you know? And so it would, it, especially being around tons of people, you know, and, and at this time in history when there is so much suffering on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. So do you have any other gifts or offerings for people on how to be open and maintain a level of deep compassion and empathy while staying while protecting yourself yes yes space. <laughs> yes yes there are so many tools like you're and probably a master at this you could actually probably create a, a master class there's a lot of things you could create but this you're really good at this I don't know if you know that you're this good at this I'm realizing it I'm realizing it honestly um I've been realizing it especially in the past year and a half especially since realizing my sensitivity with plants um, and that plants are just sort of there waiting for us to start a conversation. Um, I believe, my personal belief is that as earthlings, you know, we are all equally capable in tapping into nature because it's like our birthright as earthlings here that, you know, all of those tools, if we are interested or if we feel called to animals, plants, crystals, not the natural world, that those calls will be answered with grace. So it's like, for me, I cycle through different tools that are natural. Um, 
with plants, realizing that, and I'd love to offer this to your audience, actually. Please. Um, I'm sure they would be excited about it. Oh my gosh. So in an effort to create community and create ease around meditating with plant spirit, which is like, you know, you hear about animal spirit, you hear about plant medicine a lot. Um, This is more of a subtle medicine that every single plant has to offer. It's an electromagnetic medicine. So obviously not every plant you can take into your body safely. That's not true. So certain plants you cannot, but you could get close to them in nature, maybe without touching, but within their energetic field and tap into their message. There are certain plants that, um, and this is well studied. There's like so much information out there for people who feel really interested in this. Um, their teachings, every single plant is really shamanic. And I want to offer to your, and it's coming through, I really think that doing a meditation with rosemary would be so stunningly brilliant. Um, On the website meetup.com, I've started this community building meetup called the Medicine Circle, where I offer within the the field of herbalism, I offer like seasonal herbal wisdom sharing circles. So we just had one for winter. Um, What we can do with an herbal, you know, herbal remedies or um, self-care tools to nurture ourselves through the winter season and our families. Um, And that's all very like just, you know, medicinal and um, actual herbal preparations and things like that. But in between the seasons, I'm offering plant spirit meditation circles and they're virtual, they're via Zoom and everyone creates their own tea. And I feel like rosemary would be so incredible and it's such a humble herb, um, but it is one of the wisest um, herbs that we work with in the herbal community. It actually increases blood flow to your brain it's incredible for stimulating um, your light body. It actually brings, you know, you hear maybe um, about soul integration or like um, certain people have problems with feeling detached from who they are, right? Like a lot of us have lost, like, who am I? Like, what am I even, how, how have I spent the last decade working for this person and I don't even know what I like kind right, of energy, right, right, right. right? Yeah. So rosemary is well known in ancient medicine for reintegrating the soul into, you know, the body, into the wow. experience. It's so beautiful that you chose that of everything because that, like, just when you said it, like, I smelled my childhood home growing up. Mm. Like, my mom cooked with rosemary in all of our you know, homemade chicken noodle soups. And like you said, it's such a humble herb. I can get that because it's such a down home herb, which I could see why that would activate the truth of who someone is at their core. Absolutely. And it's no coincidence that it is so used in, you know, it foods. We are, we have a deep connection and a deep history with this herb that I believe a lot of the story around that has been lost and we just are like, oh yeah, rosemary with steak or oh yeah, rosemary <laughs> in a broth. But you know, it's because this is like, it, 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 it's cozy. It, it brings right. you to yourself. Right. It grounds you into your own energy. It brings you, it, it, it in the depths of winter when it's cold and dark, it brightens our light. You know, it shines bright. It's a solar herb. It's an herb of the sun. And I'm really, I think that would be so fun. I can give you, I can create that. um, Yeah, we can can link it up in the email. And and absolutely anyone that wants to. So if you guys go to LauraEHolloway.com and you subscribe to my weekly emails, I will link up this circle right? For so beautiful. whoever wants to do it, we'll pick a date mm-hmm. and that would be so fun to do together. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so just, that's so kind for you to offer that. Oh. That would be so fun. I would love, I would love to do that. And then, so yeah, so just 
using these tools, sometimes crystals, like I started this, uh, this interview with you, this talk, our, our talk with a piece of selenite, because I just feel like it's just a purifying, it really helps me with fear, it really helps me with nerves, it settles me down, like, you know, just using tools that are out there that call to me, and it's always changing. Yeah. And I know that, you know, as soon as you open the door to, you know, having tools like that at your fingertips, the more you'll understand what will work for you. And I'm speaking to your audience, like, it's not like selenite is good for this for everyone. It's like, it could mean something different to anyone and it's all right. Like there's no wrong And even just knowing you this year, like watching you really open up to yourself even more and like, you that there's medicine inside of you and tools you know and and have an innate understanding of and will reach for that becomes so obvious like you could literally like do a plant ceremony right now with any plant and like you never went to school for that <laughs> right oh like right. it's just something that's opening up inside of you that was always there yes yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. so wild cuz you're just yeah. opening deeper to who you are it's incredible. It's incredible. And just under like watching you channel these like truths, these deep truths, like where did that come from? You just knew it. Yeah. <laughs> we all have that in our own way. We all have that. Exactly. That is what I'm here for. I'm here for that. I'm here for that remembrance. Yes. You know? That is what it means to remember. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's through not everyone's journey is sobriety, right? Not everybody's journey right. is, um, it, everybody's path is different. It's just important that you listen. We listen to what that is for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just yeah. honor you, Carolina, for listening, for going on your path, for being willing to work through these emotions, for being willing to be vulnerable with us here today, because through your vulnerability, you've offered everybody on the line so much healing, true healing, I think. Um, and inside of that healing permission to step forward into the bigness mm-hmm. of who people are and the bigness of what 2021 and 2022 will be and the new world we're creating together. Ah, what a beautiful world it is. What a beautiful world. How can we get involved? Cause I know people are going to be like, who is this girl and how can I follow her and how can I be a part of everything she does? Yeah, of course. (laughs) So I am, I'm not sure when this is going to debut, but I am in the first quarter of 2021 launching a website, which is going to be like a hub for all of my different offerings. Cool. So necessary. For now, I'm so excited. So that will be, and you'll be able to find that through my Instagram also. I'm on Instagram at Carolina Parnell. And, um, that is the best way to get in touch with me right now. I'm very responsive to DMs. I love talking about just all of the things that we discussed today. And by the way, what medicine for me. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you for everyone on the line, just like listening to this conversation, because every time I'm able to verbalize everything that is happening, it clarifies the experience for me. So I just appreciate it so much. And yeah, just my Instagram and reaching out, um, any questions, any curiosities, anything at all, I'm here and, and I'm willing to be in a deep conversation relationship with any one of you. You're so generous with your time and with your gifts. And, um, you know, I think honestly for Christmas, because we'll probably, this will launch before Christmas. I love shopping from other female entrepreneurs. I I've always supported local and I've always supported female entrepreneurs. And so you, people always ask me like, Laura, where do you get your funky jewelry? Or where did you get this? It's like, oh, I met this amazing woman at a craft show and she sources all our stuff from Morocco. And like your stuff is so mindfully sourced. The things that you make for people's walls, the things that you make for jewelry. So I don't know if you're offering that, but I think also this mm-hmm. audience would be love to, to jump oh, on that band. Absolutely, unique, unique gifts for their female friends, for their, I don't know, themselves, their moms. Yes, yes, please. I, I would love that. I um, the way it works with the wall talismans is just DM me, and I will send you all of that information. If you're interested at all, 
And I can post, um, I'll do a post on Instagram that's sort of like a review of a bunch of the work I've done in the past. That'd be cool. Just as like an easy thing to see. And then um, also at Starry Crown, you can see the years of all of my uh, jewelry and the creation there and and any like thing that jumps out at you. I do have some inventory right now. Just DM me with whatever catches your eye and I may have it and I may be able to make it. So I love doing my favorite thing to do is personal custom work. So, and how meaningful when it's customized for someone because it's tailored to you. I love it. Well, this has been so incredible. Is there anything else you want to share before we leave? I just want to just acknowledge you and your voice. And just every time I tune into your podcast, Laura, I feel like I'm just hanging out with you. And I feel so uplifted. And I just feel so honored to be a part of this with you. And um, I think that's it. What a what a beautiful opportunity this has been. And I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.